For the month of November, I have challenged myself to be thankful every day for one thing or person in my life. On this 24th day, I am eternally thankful for Cecilia Cardenas. Why? Well, long story short, one day I was invited to speak at an event. And the day before the event, I was asked to wear one of the shirts I sold on my e-commerce site. Unfortunately, none of my current stock was appropriate for the topic I was speaking on. So I spent all day trying to come up with a phrase to put on a t-shirt and I had no luck. That is until Cecilia called me late at night to discuss some pending projects and noticed I was overwhelmed. She asked me what was wrong and after I explained it to her, she simply said, well, why not Latina made? And that was it. Those were the words that not only made it to the shirt, but were the words that started my nonprofit organization, Latina Made, Not Made, an organization that is dedicated to changing the narratives for Latinas everywhere. Even though the words can't express how thankful I am for her, for the last four years, I've always felt guilty for never giving Cecilia the credit she deserves. Well, that changes today. Welcome to the Polymath Latina. If you're looking for a no boundaries podcast, uniting the voices of phenomenal women of color, then you've come to the right place. Pull up your chair and get ready for real conversations with diverse women making an impact in their communities. Whether it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation or a table discussion open for debate, one thing is sure, Together, we'll share, laugh, cry, and empower each other to reach our full potential. Here's your host, Erica Hernandez. Thank you so much for joining me and agreeing to come on my podcast. I know. When you called me, I was so excited, and I was like, you know, it, this is something out of my you know, box. So I said, let's go do it. Let's do it. Yeah, because you are a person who is normally behind the camera, mm -hmm. behind the stage, behind the curtain. And before I get into why I brought you here, mm -hmm. okay, um, just to let and share everybody, uh, let everyone know, we've known each other for years. Yes, we have. For many, many years. Um, in fact, uh, we've known each other probably for like 37 years. And our, I guess, relationship or our journey, right, mm -hmm. started when I was very, very young. Um, and that was because I used to attend dance classes where you were a dance instructor. Mm -hmm. Now, um, but you were the dance instructor for the big girls. Yes. You weren't the dance instructor for the little girls, you know? And I remember, I think I shared it with you when we were talking on the phone that, you know, when I was a little girl, I used to sit in the corner of the studio and wait for my mom or my grandmother to pick me up. And I would just you know, sit there and just like fantasize and wish that I was one of the big girls so that I can go and be in your class and things like that. And then when I finally got the opportunity, mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, um, to be in the big girls class, okay. <laughs> I was around 12 or 13. Let me tell you, it was like that moment when you're a little kid, you know, like, I want to be big, I want to be big. And then when you're finally big, you're like, 
what the hell was I thinking? I want to be an adult again, right? And that was being in your class because you were a strong mm -hmm. dance instructor. And, um, and I want you to share a little bit about how I started, how you started, because I've known you for so many years. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was that period in my life where I know you as Cecilia, the dance school instructor. Mm -hmm. um, and then we kind of lost ways and we drifted apart and then we kind of reunited later on in life. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but I was thinking to myself, you know, like, when did Cecilia start dancing? When did dancing become a thing? Like, I don't know your dance journey. So how did that happen? I think um, I started at about the age of six or seven. My mother said, well, you know, you need to do something in the afternoons, you know? And two blocks down was the dance studio at that time. So we, I went to Yolanda's dance studio until, um, until I graduated, which was 21 years old. But through that whole journey, I also took classes in New York and and after I graduated from college, um, I also went to Spain for a couple of weeks and I took flamenco classes there as well. So I did take different classes in different places, but my main um, teaching came from Yolanda. So I would say about 16, I became her assistant, and which I loved. I loved dealing with all the little girls and I had the best time um, ever. Then as I graduated from college, you know, she had offered me at that point a job there. And I said, that's fine, but I guess my journey, w w instead of the little girls, I, you know, I became like the big, the, you know, the big girl teachers. The pre-teens, the, the, the pre teenagers. Right, yeah. which they're, I'm telling you, they're really hard. I love teenagers. I like when they're, I, I don't like it when they're 14 to 16. After 16, <laughs> Puberty. I, after 16, I do love them dearly. And then after that, when they graduated, some of my, some of my students even went into dance. Right. as a you know as a profession so it's kind of nice to see them kind of grow um then after I, and i've been teaching there ever since and i and i truly love it it's a creative outlet for me same thing as photography i think all my life my whole life is all it's been created a creative outlet right. and i worked in television before as you knew mm -hmm. as you know and then from there I, you know i opened up my first photography studio and then, you know, and then from there, I, you know, I'm now doing a, like a casting assistant for an agency. Right. So everything has to be somewhat of a creative outlet for me. Right. And that's amazing because I didn't even know that you were a student. Mm -hmm. Nope. The same, you know, we had the same teacher mm -hmm. at pretty much at that point. And I would have never in a million years, you know, I thought that maybe you went to one of the competitive dance schools, you know, one of our rivals. Um, so to know that, you know, we were both taught by the same person, that's like... Amazing. It is, and, it, and Yolanda's a wonderful person. You know, yes. um, Yolanda is someone who also gives to the community, and then, um, you know, and she also has a lot of students that go there pro bono, and that's, uh, that's why I like being there, because I see that her um, school is not just about teaching dance, but it's also about having a community, having a family, yes. and growing, and that's, yes. I think, why I have stayed there such a long period of time. So that's great. So then my dance career, or you could say my mini dance career, came to an end. And of course, life moves on and we just kind of drift apart. And I know I moved from the local area of Hudson County down to, you know, uh, Central Jersey and, you know, and whatnot. And then a few years went by, about 15 years went by, mm -hmm. 15 or 16 years went by. And I established my own event and planning firm here in Hoboken, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. 
And somewhere in the midst of you know, us losing touch, you picked up a camera and started doing photography. And how did that begin? Okay, so it was f I, graduated, I graduated from Kane University. When I went into Kane University, I really, my major was physical therapy. Be, and really wow. dance therapy because I wanted to see how, you know, if a, if a dancer is injured or something, how I can, you know, uh, help them, okay, get back onto their career. And I remember after three years, almost ready to graduate when I needed one more year, I took an acting class. And then I took a communication class. And, if, and I also took like, you know, like all these little classes. And all of a sudden I said, what am I doing? That's not what I want to do. I want to do TV. I wanted to do photography. So I took photography like three or four courses in college. And I totally changed my whole career. My mother was so mad at me. I could imagine. She was like, what are you doing? You only need one more year. I'm like, I know, but it's just, I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm in the wrong direction. Right. So I spent another year at Kane University and I graduated with a communications and a minor in theater. So from, you know, then from there, just, you know, things just kind of like, kind of like started to develop. I, I, I worked at the Park Theater at a little, like a little part-time job, stage managing, and that was like lots of fun. You know, FYI, that's where our recitals were held. <laughs> I also did other projects that came in. Um, I worked with this guy named Frank who taught me a lot. Uh, and then from there, I started to pick up my camera. And then I met my husband. And that's how we met. We met um, because we were both, um, we were actually met online. And we were talking about photography in theater. Wait a minute, you guys met online? Yes, we met online. Like a dating app online or like no, Facebook no. Now online? remember, I'm old. So at that point, it was like, like these little like, um, like, you know, like room, room chats. Room chats. And I Whoa. remember, yeah, and okay. I remember that I was, I was, um, I was looking for like some kind of like part-time little job and he came on and he had a theater. His cousin had a theater in Chicago. So we're they were looking for a lighting director. Okay. I do lighting. I can do that. You know what I mean? Okay. So we started talking about the different lights that they would need. The, uh, you know, the, the, they were, they were, um, asking me about different mics and different stuff like that. That's how we got to know each other. So you were like consulting or? Yes, oh, I was okay. consulting them okay. on the, the top of equipment that they needed to get for, the, okay. for their project. After that, we just got into other conversations. And I think that when he first came to meet me, uh, you know, we, I remember I handed him a camera, let's go shoot. And, and from that How on, romantic of I know, right, how romantic. <laughs> but after that, it was like, we, we've been shooting ever since. Like he loves to shoot and I love to shoot. You know, I love to edit, be more of the creative end. And he's more, um, he's also very creative as well. He yes. helped, but he's more technical, you know, when it comes to stuff like that. Yes. And I'm more on the, on the other end of the spectrum. So it kind of worked. Everything worked out and we opened up Teal Green Photography and that's when we kind of reconnected again. Yes. Mm -hmm. I do, I do remember that, but I need your tips on the whole dating chat room thing. Okay. No problem. Because I have tried apps. I have tried you know, supermarkets, and <laughs> I am still single, so let me know how that works. Oh, well, that, that, will be a, that will be a different, different podcast. Did a different episode. But yeah, so we kind of reconnected through the event industry and the yes. event space. And I remember when we were talking, um, you shared with me, and I don't even know how that relationship even started, right. how that business relationship started. I don't know if you reached out to me or if I reached out to you. I don't I needed, remember, yeah. I don't remember, but I know that a mutual friend of ours mm -hmm. um, told you 
that um, I would be a little difficult to work with. Right. N not really. <laughs> I, I, I would say the word would not be difficult. I, I think the word would be she's very demanding, and she and there's when it comes to her, her business. Yep. Yeah, when it comes to her business, she she's very you know she she wants things done right. Right. And I said that that's fine because we want things done right too. Right. You know, so I said, you know, let's see what happens. And then I think we collaborated on one project. And from there, we went to different projects. And we even got into, like, different magazines. Yes, yes, And, yes. and we, we got published. We got published a couple of times. And it was really nice. And, you know, um, and it was, it was a great relationship, you know. It was. And at that point, that's where our relationship not only became a business transaction, right. but we also developed a sense of friendship, mm -hmm. which brings us to the reason why I wanted to bring you to the show. Okay. okay? Um, as you very well know, mm -hmm. um, Latina Made Not Made is a nonprofit that I am the co-founder and CEO of. And, you know, for those that are listening and watching, um, this nonprofit organization basically just globally educate. We have been, yeah. you know, dedicated and on the mission to globally educate um, not only the Latino community, but everyone, right, about the importance of positive sharing mm -hmm. when it comes to Latina women specifically, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I want to share that story because this organization, the Latina Made Not Made organization, would have never been possible without you. Okay? And even though we're going to go back and we're going to share the story and how it all came about, um, I wanted to have you here because we launched back in March of 2017. We've been up and running since 2017, we have a phenomenal community of mujeres who have supported us and are right there by our side. And although I have always, you know, when people ask me, well, how did that come about? You know what I mean? I share the story and I always say, no, because my friend, she suggested these two words. Or, you know, my dance, my ex-dance teacher turned my photographer. She used to, you know, she gave me these two words. Um, but I never really fully gave you mm -hmm. the recognition that I know you deserved. Okay. Um, and for four years <laughs> and a little bit more, now I'm crying, I ugly cry. Um, I've had a lot of guilt. Okay. Um, and I've been, and very heavy hearted and I feel like even though I've mentioned it, mm -hmm. and I might say, no, my friends, like, I feel like I could have I honored you or acknowledged you sooner, and maybe that could have helped your photography career be a lot bigger than what it is now. Mm -hmm. um, maybe, you know, when you went through this tragic accident with your husband last year, mm -hmm. maybe you would have had a bigger support system if I would have done something, oh. or if I would have said something earlier um, and sooner and giving you what I feel you rightfully deserve. Oh, thank you. So now that I'm going to try to <laughs> get myself together, mm -hmm. and I know that when I, I reached out to you and I told you, hey, I want, to be on, I want you to be on my podcast, 
and I want to talk about this and I want to celebrate you and I want to honor you for, you know, you being that reason, right? You were like, girl, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even remember what the conversation was about. I don't even remember how that even all started. Um, so I'm going to start it. Okay. So basically, I was invited to speak at Seton Hall University. Okay. Okay. Um, and it was for a Latina luncheon. Okay. And I was asked to speak on how to turn your passion into a profitable career. Okay. Because that's what I did with my event planning company, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I've been event planning since I was in high school. Like, mm -hmm. I was always in every committee that had to involve an event. Right. Like, I was there. And if the event wasn't, you know, didn't exist, I would make it up. Because that was just <laughs> my thing. That's right. what I liked, right? Um, and as a woman, and you know me, I love clothes, I love fashion, I mm -hmm. love all that stuff. I already had my outfit picked out of what I was going to wear. I knew what I was going to wear two weeks prior to that day. And it just so happened that the day before I was actually supposed to go and speak, the school reached out to me. Mm -hmm. And they said, hey, you know, we know that you have an online business right. that sells printed T-shirts with positive slogans and phrases why don't you wear one of your t-shirts to the event? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, like, I got my outfit picked out, no <laughs> way. Like, and they're like, yeah, I really think because it's women and mm -hmm. you're, you're really, your focus and your target is women, you know, I think. But the truth is I didn't have a shirt that fit with the theme because mm -hmm. we're talking about turning passion into careers and profitable business and we're talking to the Latina community. And mm -hmm. I really didn't have anything that hit either one, right? right? Mm -hmm. So the day before, I was having a meltdown because I couldn't figure out what to put on a t-shirt. I was having a meltdown. I was stressed, I was warm. I thought of every word, phrase possible, and I couldn't just get it. And that night, my phone rang. It must have, it was late. Mm -hmm. I remember it was late. It was like 9 30 10 o'clock yeah. my phone rang out of nowhere and I pick up the phone and it was you now I don't know if you called me because of that friendship that we had already you know built and we had um, or if it was because we were working on a project I don't know if you remember I think maybe I think it was both but I think we were working on a project or something and I just you know wanted to call you just to confirm that we had everything ready to to go on, right. on, on that project and I think I remember, I, you kind of sound a little bit weird. I'm like, hey, what's going on with you? Are you okay? And then you started, you know, telling me all about what you just finished saying. And then all of a sudden, we, you said, oh, let me look up a Latina maid. No, you said. Oh, I said. You were like, well, how about just Latina maid? Mm -hmm. And I was like, Latina maid? Like, what do you mean Latina maid? And you didn't even know what the heck you meant. No. And we were going back and forth like, I even I remember I said like Latina made because my mom is a Latina and she made me like yeah. I like <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah like I was like she and you were like no like you're made like you're successful That's you cool, have yeah. a career mm -hmm. you have a business and I'm like oh wow I love that right yeah and we I don't even think we talked any further than that like I went to work because I had to and you were like okay you know we hung up because I had a T-shirt to make to be at the speaking engagement at 11 o'clock the next morning. And I sat down in front of my computer to do my due diligence, mm -hmm. and I opened up the search browser, 
Um, because I wanted to make sure that Latina Made, and this is M-A-D-E, yes. was not taken. copyright written, mm -hmm. trademark, or taken, or anything like that. And when I typed in the words to the search browser and press enter, I got a completely blank screen. There was nothing. Actually, the only thing that it says was um, suggested search was Latina Made, M-A-I-D. Yep. And I was like, hmm. That's odd. And something just told me to click the images. And I went to click on images. And when I saw those results, my mouth dropped, my heart stopped, and then came the anger. Mm -hmm. Because what I saw there was an endless amount of images of Latina celebrities who've played the maid role. Mm -hmm. Um, cleaning services mm -hmm. um, and just porn sites on porn sites on porn sites on porn sites and porn sites of Latina women dressed in French made costumes. Yes, I remember. And but I remember that that night it was already too late. I was tired. I had to get this and I just let it go. Um, and I went to my speaking engagement. I spoke. I did what I needed to do, and at the end of the event, some lady came up to me, and she's like, oh my God, I love your shirt, is that on your site? And I was like, no girl, I just did this last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for sale yet, right? right uh-huh. Um, and, and I shared with her the story, and she got as upset as I did. Mm -hmm. So that kind of like, now that anger now ignited a fire. And you know me, like yep. I'm a, Mm -hmm. I'm yep. a firecracker. Yep. I'm right. like, yep. I'm ready to go, you know, like, I'm ready for war, right? And when I saw her reaction, um, it like... It made you think. It, it really started like, you know, like when you're pushing your somebody's button? Mm -hmm. And I remember on my way home, I'm driving down the Garden State Parkway. Okay. Back home. And... For anybody watching, if you are in New Jersey and you are in the Garden State Parkway, do not do what I did. I stopped on the side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> do not stop on the side of the road on the parkway. I literally pulled over on the side of the road mm -hmm. and I pulled up my phone and I went on Facebook and I made a post. I said, can everyone please take a second, open your search browser and enter Latina Made, M-A-D-E, on to your search browser and screenshot what you get and leave it on my comments. Because I really thought it was just me. Mm -hmm. Because depending on your search history, everybody's searches can be different. Exactly. Um, by the time I got home, I had quite a few screenshots. And same. they were all the same. And that's where I knew that something had to be done. Because even yourself, in 2017, you were a college graduate from Keene University. Mm -hmm. um, you know, dance instructor, yep. you know, photographer, you had your own business, mm -hmm. my, me, myself, you know, mm -hmm. I had my own business, you know, any kind of status quo that's, you know, we're up against mm -hmm. as just a minority group, we beat those odds, right? Exactly. Yes. So in 2017, to see something like that, it angers. Mm -hmm. Now, when I told you what the results were, or when you searched yourself, how did you feel? Or well, I did feel it, it was degrading, you know, as a woman. Um, 
you know, especially as a Latin woman, when um, where it's really two minorities together, Latin and a woman, and it's really hard to see these images. And at that time, you know, I had a son, and I didn't want my son to think, oh, this is what all Latin women is supposed to be. Right. No, we're successful women. We 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 know we want to help each other in the community, and you know, we're not just maids. So I remember when you know you started an organization, I was really happy. And I remember we did your photo shoot yes, that day. Yes, you did. You did and my was, photo shoot. And I did the photo shoot. And, and, <laughs> and our t-shirts were like, uh, they were testers. They were, what's the word for that when you're like testing something? Yeah, yeah, te prototype. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I it a little bit and everything, but you know, at that moment I said, oh wow, here's an organization that's going to back us up. Right. Here's an organization that is going to tell people this is not who we are. We're more than this. Right. Okay, Jennifer Lopez, like we're more than this. Okay. Right. All right. Look at, you know, um, I know she did a lot of the made, um, you know, movies, but I just wanted, you know, this organization to grow and, you know, and to push Latin women, you know, and, and, and to show them that we have a purpose. We can be entrepreneurs. We can, you know, be school teachers. We can be whatever we wanted. It was just not that image that I saw on the computer that day. Yeah. Did you ever think, um, because you just mentioned right now, you, you know, you and your husband did our pictures mm -hmm. um, for the promos and the launch and everything. Did you ever think that your pictures would make it to like Latina Magazine and BuzzFeed oh. and because we got a lot of media attention and press. Yeah. And did you ever think that it would become what it is today? Um, I knew it was going to become something like I knew it, especially with your backing. When you decide on things, Erica, you go for it. And you do not let anybody stop you. So I knew the organization was going to grow and it was going to become more successful. As, as we go along, it's going to be more successful. Um, it, it, just adding just those little pictures and those little things that we did, I felt like I was kind of part of it and that I gave it a little bit to start. Like I, I kind of like ignited a little bit. But you took it to where it is now. So just being that, that little part like made me really happy because I feel like I did something for my community. And that was really important to me. Like I, I was part of my community and I added um, something positive to them. And now I'm saying, go, here, now. But at that moment when you said, girl, why just not Latina me? Because you just said it like nonchalant. Yeah. Like if it was like, I was, you know. Um, did you feel because now we're sharing the story. Right. Like, when did you, st and when we had the conversation over the phone, when I asked you to be here, you were like, oh, girl, it's nothing. Like, I never thought about it that mm -hmm. way. When did you actually realize that you said, um, that you said to yourself, I did have a part? I think I, I did have a part um, when I started seeing, well, besides the photo shoot, when I started seeing, like, different women wear the sign. The shirt. The shirt with the name, Latina made, not made. When I started seeing that, I said to myself, okay, I did something, you know what I mean? I started, it, it started some kind of little revolution. Like in other words, uh, look, look what I'm wearing. And it's, they wore it proudly. And mm -hmm. I love that. And I love like the different stories that they would tell, you know, and how they found the organization and how, you know, how they wanted to wear the t-shirt. And I thought that was like incredible. Right. And that's when I said, wow, there's a really big community out there that needs to be discovered and needs to be, organized and it needs to have a voice, you know? Yep. 
And, um, you know, Ceci, I'm thankful for you. Like I said earlier in the start, you know, my child, I've, I'm challenging myself for the month of November to every day be grateful for one thing, mm -hmm. every day. Um, because we sometimes, you know, miss or undervalue or don't appreciate the things we have and we're mm -hmm. always on the search for the what's next. Mm -hmm. And that's one of my biggest things, you know, like I never stop and say to myself, okay, be thankful for the bed you have or mm -hmm. be thankful for this or that. Like I'm always on that hustle train of mm -hmm. what's next, what's next. You know, I want to do more. I want to, you know, be there more for my community. I want to, you know, hello. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like this came out of nowhere. This yes. podcast came out of nowhere, you know. Um, so I'm really right now at a point in my life where I'm trying to be a little bit more present um, and real with myself. And I thought that the best way to start is just finding things every day or people that I am grateful for. Um, and with Thanksgiving being tomorrow, right. um, and today being the 23rd day of the month, um, I'm eternally grateful for you. Oh, thank you. And eternally thankful for you. And I know that you don't see it that way. And I know that, you know, you're, you're, your heart is just so big. But I'm sorry. I didn't do this sooner. Oh, uh, listen. I think that I truly believe that there, every day things happen for different reasons. Right. And like what you said about, like, being present. You know, after my husband's accident, you know, one thing I had to learn is to be present every yeah. single day. And, you know, and think about, you know, oh, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. No, I get to do this now, Erica. I get to be with my family. You right. know, if I have, you know, it's no longer I got to, it's I get to do things. Right. You know, and that's something that I think we all need to learn that uh, we need to step back and think about, you know, the, you know the, uh, how blessed we are. And I'm very blessed that he's still here with us and that he's, Every day he's getting better and better and better, and he's, my, and he's my rock. Without him, I would have been lost. So in reality, I thank you for your acknowledgement, and I never really, I, I, I was never really, like, really thought that, that, you know, I always thought I was part of the organization. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I always thought. Right. Like, you, you know, I, it's not like I, I, I was, like, cast to the side or anything. No, I always thought. Every time I saw a shirt or every time I saw this and I saw that, you know what I mean? I knew I was part of it. And, uh, you know, and I'm grateful for that conversation that day because our friendship is still strong. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's something that, I, you know, that I love. And I hope to see Latina Made, not made grow, grow, grow. And if you need me, I'm always going to be here for now for, for you, but for also for my community and for, and, 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 you know, and for my Latina woman. You know, I'm always going to be here. But thank so, you. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. <laughs> I thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. It was, it's been such a pleasure knowing you and being part of your crazy life all your life. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Put me on blast out there, right? Um, so before we wrap this up, okay. I like to do a fi final five, okay. which is rapid questions. Oh, okay. Okay. So right. it's five rapid questions. Um, Ready? Yes. Oh, okay. If you had to pick one, dance or photography? <sighs> okay, dance. What makes you smile the most? Waking up and seeing my husband and my son every single day. Love that. Tea or coffee? Coffee. 
Us, yes. <laughs> it must be the Cuban in us, that right? It's the Cuban in us. <laughs> um, what inspires you? I think everything inspires me. Um, I, like I said, it's been a difficult year. And anything that I see inspires me. Um, even though I have not been doing dance, I've been doing more photography, I really have been enjoying it even more. I like, for example, I just did a material shoot not even a couple of weeks ago. And I think what I love about photography is I love, it's almost like seeing their souls through my lens. Like I can see who they are. And sometimes these people can't, can't even see themselves. So once I take their pictures and I show them, they're like, oh, wow. I said, yes, this is who you are. You know? And then she goes, no, could you capture me? No. I captured my lens. I, 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 yes, you're right. I, I took your picture. Right. But what I want to capture is who you are, your soul, um, what, you know, what are you, who you, you know, who you meant to be. And I think that's what I like about photography. And you always know, I bring my camera everywhere. It doesn't matter. I have my camera always in the back of my car because when I see something that inspires me, I take it out and I shoot it. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, the most difficult part is that I'm on this little kind of journey by myself because as my husband starts to get better, right. I'm hoping that he's going to continue this journey with me. But right now, I'm enjoying it. I'm kind of enjoying it um, and seeing different things. So, you know. I love that. And last one, one thing you're most grateful for. Oh, my God. That's a lot. You know, I'm grateful every single morning I wake up and I say to God, you know, I, I'm, thank you for letting me experience a new day. Thank you for letting me see my family. Bring on the challenges. I'm ready. You know, open my doors. I want to see. So just guide me and I'm there. So I'm grateful every day for just experiencing life. That's it. That's what I'm grateful for. Nothing more than that. I love that. Love <laughs> it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> All right. So, Ceci, tell everyone where they can find you, whether it's photography, whether it's maybe you're having a sweet 15 or 16 <laughs> and they need a choreograph, oh, a no. dance choreograph, <laughs> um, because she did do a lot of those. I did, I, 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 I've, I, been to, I've been in a few of those I, cortes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 um, it's, it's creativeness. That's where my heart is, and that's where I, like, I look for. Right. You know, I was in a corporate job for a long time, and I loved it because it still was television-related, but it wasn't as creative as what I'm doing now. Right. So our agent, our, uh, it's www.tealgreenphoto.com. Um, we do a lot of headshots, uh, you know, um, Sweet 15s, portraits, children photography. Um, I'm also working, as you know, at Glitter Talent as a ca casting assistant which I love to because it's almost I am helping, you know, these little young kids, you know, that really want to get into the industry, you know, um, an opportunity. And I still work at Yolanda Dance Studio. What am I going to say? I think I'm always going to be there. <laughs> I, I think I'm, I, I, I think I'm going to just, you know, the day that I, I, I die, I'm still going to be at Yolanda Dance Studio. You know, Bury you there, right? Bury you there, <laughs> but I, 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 I love being there. I love being with my dance family um, and my photography family. And, and, and all this, you know, I love, I love what I do. All right, Cecilia, thank you so much for joining me once again. It was a pleasure. Oh, thank you so much for having uh, me. Yes. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Polymath Latina podcast. Stay connected with us directly at thepolymathlatina.com and join the conversation on Instagram. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Then go listen to this episode on your favorite podcast player. Remember to share your smile. Until next time.